0: Hey everyone, welcome to Nerd Room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This episode number 148, we're discussing Avengers Endgame, the brand new teaser trailer. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Roger. I'm
1: in <laughs> so did I mean, Sanjay. You I sent that tweet out, and I said, you know, because I'm always right, and then damn autocorrect said Roger for some reason. Yeah, because Roger. Take a Roger right here take, on the corner. You know, take a Roger and a Larry.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, Grab said I had to say it or else I don't want to upset the Grabs. Yeah. You yeah, got it in there. No a fan, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, he's he's a fan. I got to give the fans what they want. Yep. Yeah. Gets the people going.
0: Yes, it does. Evocative. Who else gets the people going? This freaking Avengers trailer. Mm-hmm. Did something happen with Avengers this oh, week? Oh, my goodness, Sanjay. Let me tell you, <laughs> this was one hell of an experience for myself. I woke up to it on my phone. Unbelievable. First thing I did before I even rolled out of bed was watch this trailer 10, 12, 15 times. I can't wait to discuss this, guys, because this is one of my favorite MCU trailers ever. Like, period. The tone it sets, both at the start and at the end, it really gives me this confidence that this film is going to be unbelievably good, and we know nothing about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if someone came to you, say, like, I don't know, Bill Gates or some billionaire, and said, Timothy... I'll say, I'll give you one million dollars on the stipulation you may never watch Avengers Endgame.
0: Would you take it? No. No. I can live my life without a million dollars. <laughs> I cannot live my life without watching this film. I can't live with that that unconcluded story.
1: The best would be that me and Troy would be talking about it the whole time and Tim would never be able to see it. I wouldn't take the million dollars. Like
0: period. Like I'm not even joking.
1: Like, okay, what about fifty million?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that would like move the needle in my life. A million like, dollars would too. I couldn't tell my wife <laughs> you turned out a million dollars. But then it would probably be taxed, and then I, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just that's that's how good this trailer was for me. And we're going to get into all of that at the end of the episode because we've got a whole bunch of other things to get through too, including our weekend nerd, but we're also going to talk Star We haven't talked Star in a minute. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> so some new comic books dropping that I want to discuss as well as the potential for a episode nine trailer. We've got one of the biggest films, probably the biggest film of 2019. We've seen some footage from it. Now maybe the runner up to that, now I'm, put, I'm throwing down that gauntlet already because we're going to get into it. But Episode 9, are we going to get a trailer? We're going to discuss that, maybe maybe speculate a little bit on what a title could be. You know, picking up a little bit from the guys over at Tumbling Saber. They did a very similar exercise, so we're all not right. going to try to trample all over that. But go check those guys out, and then come here and hear some of our thoughts on that as well. And we also got to talk about our main dude, our man. Yeah. Man, yeah. I mean, it's iconic now, right? Can we put that in like the
1: uh, comic book movie lexicon, like the Hall of Fame of sayings? I think so. it's up 100%. there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you got that. You got Martha. Martha. Oh, what is up there? Man, you know, Where you so
0: beautiful. Just a beautiful moment. I,
1: I can't think of anything else, you know, that's coming to me that's like that iconic as my
0: man. Well, I'm gonna say it right here. Avengers four, they have to say Avengers. Begotti, it. and it's got to yeah. be Cap. Yeah. Like that yeah. that's gonna be your next iconic one because my man, like that's probably the most quoted <laughs> quote on the podcast. I would yeah. say so, yeah. 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 But he's had one hell of a week in the Chinese box office. This has become a very important market for big films, particularly comic book movie films. And Aquaman is overperforming there. It's doing incredible. And now we have the first reviews coming from all the North American news outlets as well. So we're going to break those down a little bit. And Sanjay, I know you have a few things to say, but I'm going to ask you just to pause <laughs> for just a few minutes. I'm ready to go. There. I just <laughs> had a Red Bull and some children's Tylenol, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> he is antsy, just shaking with anticipation oh, over man. here. <coughs> and we got we threw some a little bit here for our Detroit as well. We got... Spider Man yeah. stealth suit, the first reveal from CCXP in mm-hmm. Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm-hmm. We're going to break that down a little bit, and we're going to get to our night's question of the month. So this is something that we've been doing within the Star Wars Commonwealth, and this month, Matthew Salatar brings us our question of the month. We wanted to get this here and and completed and answered, because the next few weeks are going to be movie reviews, and then all of a sudden, it's 2019. So we're going to answer that, and then we're going to hop into this Avengers 4 trailer. I did discuss it this past week with Mark Godsiff, so on his Patreon-exclusive podcast, so, I had some of my thoughts out there already, but I'm going to round those out quite a bit here as we break this trailer down towards the end of the episode. But, like we always do at the top here, boys, let's talk about our week in nerd. Yeah, man. Trauma man.
2: Yes, sir. I got nothing. Nothing. I got nothing this week. <laughs> it's it's yeah. been pretty quiet. <laughs> it's been really quiet. I haven't even picked up any comics. I'm still going through a bunch of my X-Men trades, so... um Yeah, guys, we're going to make it short and sweet here. I got zero.
1: (laughs) Okay. No, no, that's good. Give me more time to talk. Yeah, Yeah, man, all you. Um, Well, I haven't had much in the comics, but I did something really cool. I went to the special fan screening of Bumblebee on Saturday night. And let me tell you guys, you know, I'm not the biggest Transformers fan. I like the animated film. I've only seen, I think, the first two or maybe the first three of the films, yeah, I kind of first remember. two are awesome. First yeah. two, yeah, first two for sure. Not the third one, I don't know, maybe, but definitely not the walbergian ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this Bumblebee movie, you know, I came in, it wasn't even on my radar top 10 films of the year for terms of like nerd movies. I was like, okay, it might be kind of cool, maybe like a rental. I loved it, it was really good. Um, the acting was good, uh, it was a good story and special effects special effects were top notch and the fight scenes that you love transformers for they were there had a little bit more heart to them they toned down a little bit <clears throat> oh yeah um and you can actually follow the fighting a little bit better i don't want to spoil too much but there's a beginning scene um that just blew me away uh it's the transformers and it's like so transformers animated series oh. and it's
0: it's so cool like it's really good. Yeah. Does does it have the heart that it's promised or, or that it seemingly has shown or displayed on the trailers?
1: I say so. The one thing like, I, I think it had the heart, the one thing I will kind of knock it for is there's a contrived plot that at the end, the main character has to do something that I'm like, that's like a one in a million chance that the main character has to do this thing at the end. And I was like, that's kind of contrived, but I
0: overlooked it. Everything else was fantastic. It's like hitting bullseyes with your Wamparat and your T-16 <laughs> through
1: Beggar's Canyon. <laughs>
2: how's, um, how's Hayley Seinfeld? She's great. Yeah. She's great. And the nice. girl's a star. Yeah, yeah, she's she, a triple yeah, threat. Fantastic. She yeah. can
1: sing. She can act. She can sing-act. You know, she's got it all. She can do voiceover for yeah. yeah, when, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, she's really good. I, I want to see, you know, the one thing is, is this like the Bayverse prequel or is this going to be its own thing? That's the one thing I'm not really too sure about because it works as either one. So maybe they don't even know. Maybe they're waiting to see like the box office receipts. they got to I mean.
0: Abrams it. they got to skew the timeline so mm-hmm. they can do their own thing. Yeah. And that's very plausible in that universe too. Like oh, They could yeah. just be like, oh yeah, bye-bye Sam Wentworth. Oh, Easily. Wiki, not yeah, because yeah, this yeah. takes place Wrong in uh, 87 so oh very cool yeah
1: very very
0: cool well that uh, just to give some perspective on how that has fallen off all of our radar that didn't even land in our fantasy draft for the box office no. this year yeah no one picked that and i just look, we've we nailed the top 10 of the year so far nice. Aquaman man looks like it's gonna slide in there too yeah and bumblebee is the the one anomaly in here that we maybe didn't pick yeah. up on because of our confidence in... Particularly because it's domestic box office, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, I'm kicking you guys' asses yeah.
1: in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> International, but that's not the bet. Troy's going to
2: win the domestic <laughs> Yeah. I picked the wrong robots. I picked uh, Pacific Rim, yeah. and I should have gone with yeah. Bumblebee. Damn yeah.
1: it. Yeah, I think Bumblebee will do at least 100 mil. Well, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. pull that. Yeah. I, th- I think it'll do pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
2: It'll it's going
0: to walk through the Christmas season, too, as well, as being oh, yeah. a nice alternative mm-hmm. for kids, right?
1: Oh, yeah, and you got Spider-Verse, and you got Mary Poppins, Aquaman. I'm hearing this about... Poppins. I mean, oh, I, it, really? looks like, it looks it yeah. looks like
0: a bus to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they sacrifice solo for that film. Yeah, they? yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even the original Mary Poppins, Julie Andrews, is an Aquaman, so she made the choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: well, gentlemen, for me this week it's also been very quiet. Like I said last week, you know, we're rolling into the Christmas season here. I did pick up one thing though. Yeah, man. I was on Amazon picking up stuff for my wife and that and i saw a funko pop that i've been looking for not been able to find it's a marvel 10th anniversary it's a gold plated captain america from age of ultron apparently <laughs> <laughs> but it showed up today it showed up in one day i ordered it yesterday wow. it showed up on my front door today nice it's a really cool looking pop i love the box but the box itself is it looks like someone stepped on it <laughs> <laughs> that was me before i got yeah, here i'm like- sorry it's like i'm an inbox pop collector mm-hmm. and this thing has no place in the nerd room right now i'm really hoping that amazon does me a solid and just sends me a new one and i can take this one out of the package yeah, man. <laughs> but as we speak i have it in hand this new it's all gold plated it's kind of cool it's more it looks kind of like a statue an oscar and, yeah it's an oscar almost <laughs> and it's just because of the martha marvel 10th martha <laughs> oh yeah, marvel 10th anniversary logo that I liked on it. It's the only one I'm getting from this line. Only one I couldn't find it in stores. It's like twelve bucks. So I was like, sure, I'll do this. Man, was that a mistake?
2: I've never bought anything <laughs> collectible off of Amazon before. Yeah. Don't do. It's my it.
0: first experience. Yeah, not a great one. Yeah,
2: yeah. they've been dropping the ball lately. Yeah. Quite a bit, I'd say. Amazon. I got a. I think I went through like three different X Men anime DVDs before I got the right one without the CD being broken or the case being broken. Oh, seriously? The CD yeah. Broken. yeah, yeah. Oh Disc my two. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah man.
0: Yeah, I, I I was kind of attributing it to the time of year that they're trying to get these out as fast as possible. Yep. It's remarkable that this showed up in less than 24 hours. That's my crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And I ordered something for my wife like two weeks ago and this came through Amazon's service and the one I'm waiting for... Is through a service to not be mentioned right now. <laughs> it's a federally run service. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's been, it's been really slow, really great. I'm glad we got to hear a bit of Bumblebee because now yep. that's yeah. intrigued me a little bit because the next couple weeks are going to be heavy weeks in movie watching. You know, with mm. Into the Spider-Verse, You're yeah. in continued buzz around that. Mm. It's yeah. still kicking up around 99%. 99,
2: yeah, just one guy out there.
1: That was one guy, me. Eh? I'm, I'm yeah.
0: sorry. You know, I was getting too good of
1: reviews. And I was like, a Marvel movie at 100% can't
0: have that. Yeah, is that either you or Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's both of us. <laughs> it's unbelievable that it sat
2: that high I don't know how many reviews it's kicking around at. it's got to be around 80 I would guess yeah because when it's at 100 I think it's like 70 it's just under 70 mid 70s I think yeah so I think it must be yeah it's somewhere around yeah the 90s, and there's yeah. a few
0: guys that we talked to on Twitter here Stu yeah, went and man. saw it yeah i was so jealous Who's else still. there that saw it I can't remember There's another person that's seen it yeah um, everyone in the Zuras? UK yeah yeah it was ross Ross. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah they've out there they've seen this they Mm -hmm. must have did the uk fan events or whatever yeah yeah Uh, and they're saying it's awesome yeah awesome everything i'm hearing they're calling it the best comic book movie not only of the year but potentially of all time yeah i'm hearing best comic
2: book movie i'm hearing best animated film i'm hearing best spider man movie ever oh has it all. Yeah. yeah. I mean we're going to go see it on Thursday. Thursday it's going down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I probably won't be there with you. Because <laughs> well, you be, I've there got my work Christmas party. So I uh... will be properly drunk. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny too because this is usually when the Star Wars films come out. That's yeah. Because every year with the exception of this year, I've had to take it pretty easy at my work Christmas party yeah. because we've always met up for Star Wars films yeah. and I Great. I don't want to be falling asleep or half cut watching the Star Wars because <laughs> <laughs> I want that experience. Of course. And this year I'm I'm going to I'm going to see to the spider verse yeah. but it doesn't have that same event yeah, style so yeah. i'm taking this opportunity my one year off <laughs> <laughs> To get maybe a little bit more drunk than you. To the Timbers. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: I will be heading that way. <laughs> now that's the time you're supposed to go see Aquaman because then he'll be super excited for it if he's really hammered. No, if I'm really, I'll just fall right to sleep. Now. Like I'll <laughs> be tomatoes. Like, yeah. out, out, <laughs> out cold. <laughs> so yeah, we got an
0: exciting few weeks here in film, not only with your Bumblebee, but into Spider as well as Aquaman yeah i mean this is you know people were kind of worried with no star wars they said
1: what would take its place seems like everything (laughs) yeah
0: all of the films yeah right (laughs) so let's talk about aquaman a little bit here let's just talk about
1: aquaman the rest of the time (laughs)
0: yeah get rid of this avengers endgame trailer. Uh,
1: no one's gonna watch it we've all seen it what happens the most watched
0: trailer of all time Yeah, yeah
1: so what happens if thanos is listening to jazz music does he keep snapping and like goes half and half and half or just like the half come back and then the half reappears. That could that sounds like a robot chicken, uh, right? Yeah, that is, yeah, that's great. <laughs> just people popping in and out.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're with Aquaman, your dude, our man, man, my man. <laughs> box office, Chinese box office. This remarkably opened two weeks ahead of. Any of North America, and I believe it opens internationally this weekend in most foreign territories outside of Canada and the U.S. So this thing's getting a real big head start. And it's interesting because it's usually the Chinese that get the films a month later, three Mm -hmm. weeks later, whatever. So we usually see that tacked on, and rarely do they all open at the same time. But it's never really this far apart. And the impact of this is that we're seeing the powerhouse of the Chinese box office on its own this thing pulled in a almost 95 million dollars in its Ooh. first weekend which is substantial you look at the other films that it's topped we're talking black panther ready player one the meg <laughs> rampage this is all for 2018 oh, okay and it's only it's fourth behind avengers Infinity war which did 185 million dollars and it's impressive. opening which is unbelievable venom did 111 wow and jurassic world did 106 so it's not too far behind jurassic world 2 as well as venom we've been pegging this as doing venom style money venom just clicked over 100 or 850 million dollars globally nice wow, so be
2: spidey then homecoming didn't it
0: it looks like it yeah, yeah. wow
2: well,
1: maybe that's crazy maybe. for a film
2: that everybody speculated needed spider-man it just yeah. surpassed if it did surpass spider-man that's crazy yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: hats off to venom
2: definitely man you your two favorite movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that film.
0: Yeah. You have you have something you want to do with that, don't you? Don't yeah, know. I think we should do a director's commentary when it comes out. I'd be down. It's mm. not gonna be our first we've never done a director's commentary.
1: Well we did the animated series, we Oh yeah
2: on the you show, enjoyed the it. Show. Yeah 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 but for a movie eh? Hey? Yeah. Ooh.
0: Controversial. I like the idea of doing one that's maybe a bit more prickly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true well this but is you- definitely the film to do it on though. yeah <laughs>
1: There's definitely a lot of debate about this film.
0: There is. And you know what? It doesn't seem like there's a ton to debate, though, about Aquaman. Yeah. There's the negativity is out there. And I know you and Matthew are out there trying to (laughs) quell that a little bit. Yeah. But their first reviews are in. So every, you know, comic book or nerd site or whatever, everywhere that reviews movies has got their reviews out. And I would say they, they do vary. They are mixed, but generally pointing towards the positive direction for the film of aquaman and it kind of goes back to some of the first twitter reactions right it's really praising james wan for taking risks it's really praising jason momoa for being a wild crazy man (laughs) and it's saying that yes it is a weird film but it does really good things for both the character and the universe in general it's they you know some of the more on the negative end is that it's overly ambitious is some of the quotes i read um the plot does have does kind of weave around a little bit, mm-hmm. That's to be expected. You know, we're looking at Aquaman. This isn't, yeah. you know, Iron Man one. So I think in general with this box office and with the reviews, we're looking on the positive side of things for Aquaman. Now, Sanjay, you were out there playing a little DC bingo. Oh, uh, yeah! It.
1: Some of the reviews just—I just laugh because every time a DC movie comes out, it's always the same stuff. For some of the people, you know what is it? Uh, Bash Zack Snyder, say it saves the DCEU. <laughs> needs more fun, or it is fun. Uh, I can't remember something plays like was, a Marvel film. Plays like a Marvel. I've seen so many films or so many reviews comparing this to a Marvel film. But I've never seen any Marvel films compared to a DC film. You know, just let it stand on its own two feet. Um, Comparing it to The Dark Knight, saying it's the best DC film since The Dark Knight. Since Wonder Woman. Since Wonder Woman. Or saying it's the, you know, um, it's not as good as The Dark Knight, but other than that, it's good. You know, it's it's
0: funny. (laughs) You can't compare it to, like, one of the best comic book movie films of all time. I know, right? It's not quite The Dark Knight.
1: (laughs) Sometimes I feel like they do have to, like, sometimes I feel like DC does have to reach that bar, or else they're like, ah, it's not as good as The Dark Knight. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's a good time you know anytime we're discussing a dc film this far out of reviews and it still has that fresh tomato it, it's exciting um i remember you know surviving the batman v superman tomato reveal Ooh. Suicide Squad, Tomato
0: Reveal, which are both around 25%. And Aquaman sitting currently now. at 70%, 75%. Yeah.
1: Uh, Justice League 40%, which I was like, okay, 40% ain't bad.
2: <laughs> 40% now for Justice League, or at the time was it 40%? Uh, I
1: think it's stayed around 40% the whole yeah. time. That'll be
2: interesting then, because I can't remember what uh, BVS was at the time. 27. At the time? Yeah. yes, I think it's still low. 27.
1: I remember wow. when it started, it was like at 9% for a while, and then it jumped yeah. up to 27.
2: Well, it's interesting because I mean, I think Amazing Spider Man 2 is, is horrible. I think it's yeah. a horrible film. And even that started off at 79 and then slowly trickled. I think it was released in the UK first and it went down, yeah. down, down. So I don't know. The Rotten Tomato score doesn't really mean anything to me at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, to show like
1: an example of that, I was like looking, I was like, okay, where would this place it in the DC pantheon of films? Mm-hmm. And I think it would place it like 13th overall in terms of like all DC films ever. So I was like, okay, what is that between? It's between Superman Returns, a film that I don't really like, and V for Vendetta, that a film that I absolutely love. And it's in between those two, and it's just showing like, you know... The Rotten Tomato score is, you know, it's just a score. It, You know, you got to watch the movie and make your own opinion. Yeah. There's plenty of movies that I've seen that are rotten. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And plenty of movies I've seen that are fresh. and I'm like, ah, it wasn't for me, you know, so go check it out. But it definitely is nice to see it as opposed to like the opposite when it's always like low. And then you're like, well, I'm going to go see it. But then you go in with like such a negative connotation mm-hmm. yeah. before even you've seen a second of the film. You're like, OK, well, what's bad about it? What didn't the critics like? OK, this probably isn't going to be that
0: good. Then you go in, you know, it doesn't mean anything. But I think it does kind of, you know, skew your opinion, at least before the movie begins. It, it definitely does. You know, I can I can honestly say that since having the podcast, I go into films with different set of goggles on. It's very difficult to not walk in now because we talk about this stuff every week, right? Yeah. We, yeah. we follow the build-up to it and we go in with a more critical eye. And we expect a little more than, say, maybe the general audience because this is part of it's a hobby but it's part of what we do right yeah. <laughs> and so i find myself having a little harder time now separating my expectations from my critical eye and sometimes i have to sit there and remind myself that first viewing has got to be consumption for myself for personal pleasure and maybe the second viewing or maybe a look back is when I start to be critical. Because if you go in with that critical eye, it's very hard to enjoy something. You're like, whoop, nah, don't mm-hmm. know about that. Whoop, yeah, don't know yeah. about that. So that's why even in some of our reviews, I'll watch a film and I'll come in very positive. Yeah. And then as we break things down, I'm like, well, maybe that didn't make as much sense. <laughs> I right? should have done that. So I like that experience is mm-hmm. going in and just with this, like you said, this fresh perception. Because critics do skew things. Like you can see it immediately in the box office numbers mm-hmm. if like you can see with last jedi you can well they made like billions of dollars yeah. but that's maybe that's a wrong example but you do see that reflected in bo- like solo mm-hmm. right yeah. right it it didn't get that same praise that The Force Awakens did or Rogue One did. One, and yeah. you, you, that's reflected, right? And you go in and it, that dampens the expectations. Oh, I heard it's crap, so I'm probably not going to go see yeah. it. Yeah. Well, who did you hear it's crap from? Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? So there, you need to take, you know, a barometer of, or maybe a wider cross-section of reviewers and say, you know, Sanjay, Troy, and Tim. Mm-hmm. You know, we there's, this is a pretty good cross-section across comic book nerddom, I would say, mm-hmm. where we have varying opinions on both ends of the spectrum. But I think we're objectively fair to films mm-hmm. when we have to be or when we need to be and we'll call things out so i, I think what you're saying here is, is very much true for any film is going to make your own opinion and then you know whatever everyone else is doing i don't know i don't even. what's the point of critics right i mean it's just to make you see <laughs> if you want to see it or not i guess so but really like it's i guess it's it's to keep filmmakers honest yeah, yeah two degree,
1: maybe, yeah. I guess. But, yeah, like
0: just listen to the nerd room and you'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, going back to the box office,
1: so this is going to perform about maybe two hundred to two hundred fifty million in China, in and yeah. it's run. So knowing that, so it's got two hundred fifty million. It's got that ace in the pocket. What does that do now to your expectations for Aquaman's domestic and worldwide box office? Because this thing made this thing was what one hundred sixty million to say. 160 million to 200 million budgets so probably needs to make what 500 600 million to be considered a hit do you think like do you raise your projections now when you before the year started you're probably thinking okay aquaman will make x amount now knowing that it's killing in china do you are we going to raise it does it have to make 800 million now does it have to make 900 million does it have to make a billion even
2: yeah i don't know i um i don't really take in consideration the the chinese market over there for this release over here um just because it also works in reverse. like if you look at terminator terminator blue yeah. over here did extremely well over there yeah so um i don't know we'll have to hmm you know it's hard to say because going back to venom i was like there's no way
3: <laughs> there's no
2: way venom's gonna do what it did and yeah. it's it's a huge hit so yeah. yeah you know maybe taking that in consideration it could do a little bit better than i thought it would yeah yeah
0: yeah, and I, I don't even know if like the domestic office office box office is very important <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but for if we're talking sequel if we're talking making us money back some to degree the foreign box office is more important because you look at yeah. the split between venom and or any any real superhero film it's like 60 percent comes from the foreign markets mm, at least and a yeah. huge chunk of that comes from china yeah. yeah so this securing a sequel i think we're almost a sure thing especially with someone like jason momoa behind mm. he's oh, been yeah. a riot to watch oh yeah he was <laughs> on, on, on snl yeah, yeah snl he was great he did an interview i can't remember who, who with and they're talking about the snyder cut that's right he's a fanboy oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. us yeah, yeah he, and he was wants it. like can I say it? Yeah. <laughs> 2013, <13? laughs> Fuck yeah, I want to. Yeah. That. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, yeah. this this guy in itself, he for me, he gets a sequel just for being Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to get one because it's going to play at least in my opinion a lot like Venom. Yeah. It's going to do that 200 million plus domestically. It's going to play really well in the foreign market, especially some of these bigger ones like China and Japan. And it's it's going to secure at least a foothold for the DC Extended Universe and particularly for the character of Aquaman. I'm
1: going to... Sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, no. So, I was going to say, so you guys both think we for sure will get a sequel? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Even if it's like critically and audience-wise received not very well? 100%. Because that score could still go down a lot, right?
1: Oh, for sure. Like, say it goes down even to 30%. Yeah. I still think we'll get a sequel. But
0: at this stage with Rotten Tomatoes, I don't think you can drop, and I might be totally wrong, Mm -hmm. but if this thing is rocking 75% with x amount of reviewers it take it's going to take a lot of very very negative reviews mm-hmm. to pull it sub 60 sub 65 mm-hmm. like you need people coming in and rocking 30 percent rotten tomato i don't know how the scoring system works but they got to be on the really low end to drag that average down right, right. Mm-hmm. so a lot of those reviews are probably somewhere between say 60 and 80 and you're averaging out maybe a bit more on the positive side right but to to pull that way down it's got to get its ass kicked and you've got some of the major reviewers that have already submitted for this yeah. And so it's going to take a lot. So I would say maybe probably finishing in the high 60s is probably your more, most plausible outcome for this, yeah. which I think it's fine. It's like like we said before, rotten tomatoes is it helps us in a degree take the temperature of the critics and maybe mm-hmm. fans a bit. Yeah. And or viewers, maybe not even fans I should say. And anything more than that to me it's it's not worth that much. Yeah, I mean, Ready Player One
1: has been my favorite movie this year and is sitting at 74%. Well, so, um, going back to the uh, sequel question, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Because if you look at China, um, say it brings in 250, the very minimum I could see Aquaman doing in the US over the holidays is 250. There is no way it's doing lower than 200 million. So, let's just, okay, well, uh, scratch that. Say it does 200 million. Yep. 200 million plus 250 million in China, that's 450. Then you still got your overseas market say that does maybe like 250 again so that's what that's 700 million right there 700 million you know that's uh pretty good that's a nice chunk of change what was the budget uh 160 to two 160? yeah
3: no.
1: so i mean and that's the bare minimum mm-hmm. realistically i think this will crack a billion i think with the china oh, aces in so. the pocket oh i i think so you got okay so you got 250 in china and you got say three say 300 million in the u.s you think so
2: you think the u.s will do better than the Chinese market
0: i think so yeah even if it does the same, that's still 500. It's got to probably do 400 million domestically.
2: I don't know to get a billion dollars.
0: If you just take the, g- the generic split, 60 40. Yeah. For foreign to domestic. Yeah. That's generally what you see for superhero films. Yeah. That 60 skewed towards the foreign market. Right. The only thing that's capped 400 this year is *Fallen Kingdom*, Domestical *Incredibles 2*, *Infinity War*, and *Black Panther*.
2: Wonder Woman, and they're dude. all spaced out pretty well like you got a bunch of other juggernauts that's competing with
0: right yeah that's true but I mean There's, I wouldn't say that's out of possibility
1: uh, you know I think it is because all those movies um, the superhero movies that make a billion that do 400 million in the US they don't make 200 million in China they make about 100 million in China like Civil War I think did 100 mil so you think about okay so this does 300 million in the US and then 250 in China that's 550 combined mm-hmm. Justice League did I think I was looking at this the other day. I think 350 outside of China and the U.S. There's no way Aquaman's gonna do less than Justice League. I mean, Justice League was critically panned. Uh, audiences didn't like it. DC fans didn't like it. So let's just say it does 350. You know, that's 850 right there. You know, I think I think I think we're gonna be pleasantly surprised by this. I think it's gonna come close. Jumanji made like 975.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Rock. The, yeah. the Rock. <laughs> we have Jason Momoa. And then Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. We have
1: Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time on the screen. He's, isn't he's, it? he's <laughs> <meant>. tarnished. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, let let us know. Do you guys think is going to do a billion? Do you think it's going to do eight hundred million, nine hundred, six hundred, five, four, three? Are you asking two? us? No, the audience. Oh. <laughs> it's <a> rhetorical <laughs> yeah, question. Twitter gang, get us. Yeah, yeah, Twitter gang, let us know. Who do yeah. you side with? Okay, so let's say final prediction worldwide. I'll say a billion
0: say 700.
1: 700 from Tim, uh, Troy. i say 700 Sauce, so Say 701. Uh, 701. I'll
2: say, uh, 701. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I'll say s- high 6. High 6 is yeah.
1: okay. Let us know gang who you agree with and the winner of all three of us will win a prize. I don't know. Just because
2: I feel like, you know, sometimes you I don't want to say luck out, but sometimes you cash big in the Chinese market. Yeah. Um what do you do, kind of bad uh domestically? I kind of feel like they they hit a home run right away off right off the bat in the Chinese market, but yeah. right now it could Possibly fizzled down. Yeah.
1: The thing possibly. is, though, with the holiday legs though, yeah. it, that's
2: the thing. It's like you look at
1: movies like uh, Hugh Jackman, the singing one, *The oh, Great Show- yeah. Showman. Showman*. I think that opened to like ten million, and it like something like really low and it lagged itself to over 200 million
2: that's right yeah yeah and yeah, it yeah, was like that in there, there's yeah, definitely that, right? cases yeah. for
0: that you look at a film remember that sniper film with bradley cooper american sniper, yeah. Yeah, american sniper. it made Huge. an unbelievable amount of money yeah. but yeah, yeah. you never heard anything about it other than the fact that bradley Cooper's a good actor great right. we know that <laughs> <laughs> you know i watched it it was, it was a fine movie but yeah. like it made some ungodly amount of money
1: yeah, yeah, it was like three. It's one of Warner Bros. like top five highest yeah. grossing <laughs> films of all time, <laughs> which is insane.
2: That's crazy. Yeah,
1: I know it's, it's crazy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm I'm uh, what's what's the term? I'm very positive. Nice I'm man. It. I, I'm going
2: for it. I want all these movies to yes. do a billion. I,
1: I mean, surprise, surprise. Yeah. I think it's going to do a billion, but yeah. you know, I think you know what?
0: You need that. You need that optimism. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it, man. It, it's going to be exciting to watch. It's going to be exciting to see how this folds out with the box office should we do something say it does a billion then
1: tim and troy have to come dressed as aquaman for the sequel uh, <laughs> sure all right tim's and troy are you gonna come as aqua lad <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's funny. Uh yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, you guys heard it here. <laughs> just think of the blonde hair. Okay, episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know how good that'll go with you. Episode one forty eight. Cool, ago. that does not don't right. know.
1: Well, we're throwing it down. All right. All right. So we got it, guys. Okay. When it makes a billion, so you know whoever's a billionaire out there watching, just throw us some money, buy out empty theaters, so that we get this to a billion. <laughs>
0: There it is. All right, guys. Let's let's switch sides here. Let's go over to maybe not so much Marvel. That was on the wrong transition. But let's talk about some Star Wars here. Yes. It's been a while. Like I said, been a minute. But there's this new Vader comic book series dropping into the Star Wars universe, Mm -hmm. and it's taking seemingly so taking the place of Chuck windig's canceled series. Uh, that was canceled because he got fired because of some of the his actions on social media, which is fine. We've Seems talked about that. Seems to be a past. thing these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kevin Hart got taken down <laughs> yeah, the yeah, other day too. Yeah. yeah, James Gunn. Yeah. yeah so, but this new series coming is called Star Wars: Vader Dark Visions, which is kind of an interesting title. Like it, it's seemingly along the same vein as what we were getting before. Now, coming right from StarWars.com... This Is really weird. Writer Dennis Hopeless, it's a weird Ooh. name, invites <laughs> you to experience an all new twisted adventures of the Dark Lord with artists. Uh, Paolo Villiani, yeah, butchered that. He did Star Wars <laughs> Double or uh, Lando Double or Nothing. Um, and what this is going to be doing, it's going to take readers. To the darkest parts of the galaxy, places where the mysterious anti-hero known as Darth Vader can be Whoa. someone's greatest fear and even someone's greatest hope. The Luna series will begin with a story that will shed a new light on many sides of the galaxy's greatest villain. Don't miss Star Wars Vader, dark visions in comic shops this March. Ah so the interesting
1: thing you look weird. pissed Troy.
0: <laughs> i've I've known troy
1: for a good three years yeah, i've man. never seen troy this angry
2: anti-hero for darth vader makes no <laughs> sense what are they talking like you think of like afra you think of solo at one point you think of i don't know there's quite a bit of different people out there maybe even yeah there's a bunch of different people but but darth vader as an anti-hero, anti-hero. Like, that, that just doesn't make any sense He's never been referred to that ever Star Wars. no I agree with you. That yeah.
0: really sticks out as an yeah. anti hero to the point where I read the quote before in our show notes and we went to stores.com to reconfirm it <laughs> to make sure it wasn't some BS quote that I yeah. dragged off the internet. So yeah. it's it's seemingly, like I said, taking that, that space that the Chuck Wendig book did. Five issue miniseries focusing on Darth Vader. The first issue has Vader on a horse with a shield. Yeah. What? Yeah. And a lightsaber. Yeah, here it is yes, right here. It's you weird. can see it. It's it, so it's is he Wonder Woman? or yeah something. i it's it's i always like america good, shield is yeah. that a star on it <laughs> it's the imperial or the um the emperor's or emperor's the empire symbol there uh i uh i i'm intrigued by it that's for sure but i don't know where it's going the, there's two elements here the anti-hero thing and this cover that i don't vader on a horse yeah seems a bit odd to me really weird i mean like the anti-hero like when you when you say that you hear venom deadpool we're talking about books yeah. and that it i don't know it doesn't fit someone that slaughters the way that no, Vader. Like, no. it takes away from some of that villainy right like Especially we don't what charles built up yeah yeah we don't want vader to be an anti-hero no at all no, no. <laughs> so it's it's for me this is a wait and see you know like no. i said i like any vader story but are they taking too much too many liberties with a character like this and maybe trying to twist it as far as him being some sort of anti-hero it's,
2: it seems it's, ca- it's kind of weird and when does this come out 2019 march yeah Sometime. so i kind of like wanted like a little bit of a break yeah because like much as i love charles soul's run and even the the run before in 20 was it 15 that yeah, one yeah i think so 2015 um, 2016 yeah, um, I just kinda need a little bit of a break from Vader. Even the Charles Soul run for me is kind of like slowing down a little bit, yeah. even though it's ends in one issue. Yeah. Twenty five. But um this is kind of kind of different. Are they using Wendig's script at all? No, or? my
0: guess is they've chucked he, that he, all but, out. Yeah, yeah. So starting from scratch. Like yeah. <laughs> like, like, <yeah. laughs> like I said, I think it's gonna take a very similar place. Mm-hmm. Like focusing on Vader telling different stories than yeah. we've seen from vader before yeah and i think windig's series was about looking at different characters and how vader shadows of vader right how vader affected them right and this may be very similar but maybe a bit more focused on the presence of vader as opposed right. to the other book looked like it was more around the absence of vader and the effects of his, his what he was doing so the consequences felt by him slaughtering people or doing yeah. this doing that so yeah it's it's I keep
2: saying interesting, but that's yeah. the,
0: that's the best word I have for it.
2: It was Winding that did the annual Vader 2, wasn't it? With like yeah. the Rogue One kind of? Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was an awesome little run there. Yeah, I don't know about this one. I might have to chill out and see. Maybe I'll get this in a trade because it's five issues. Yeah. So I might just do that. Trade size. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And we had a couple new comics drop actually this past week. One, sorry, I should say last week, and one this week dropping this Wednesday. That would have been yesterday for those listening right now. And it's <laughs> the start of this maxi series, 28 or 30-issue maxi series. And it's this Age of Republic is what we're kicking off here. We got Qui-Gon last week, and we got Darth Maul dropping this week. Did you pick those up, or are you going to pick those up? I am going to pick them up. Yeah. I, I
2: love the prequels, so I'll definitely pick up those ones. I've yeah. heard some some things about the Qui-Gon, yeah. but yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up.
0: Yeah, I haven't quite got there yet either. Mm-hmm. I haven't made it to the shop, but I'm definitely getting into this maxi-series. Mm-hmm. I like these one-shot ideas. Darth Maul, I've seen a lot and yeah. read a lot of Darth Maul, so I'm not as excited about that drop, but definitely the Qui-Gon. It's, it looks exciting, and this is the content we're getting because... We're we're used to Star Wars coming out in December. Yeah. You know, I need a bit of that fill. I'm gonna definitely be watching The Force Awakens and Rogue One oh, over so the next nice. couple weekends oh, yeah. as I jam it in there with all my Christmas films that I've been watching.
1: Just check out Aquaman. They're saying it's Star Wars underwater. Oh, just yeah, yeah. Boo, you watch that. All. Right? Yeah, <laughs> now boom. <laughs> Have
2: you? Um, maybe it's just me feeling this way. Do you still feel as connected or as excited for the comics and Star Wars as, as you did back in twenty fifteen?
0: No. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've I've kind of fallen off a little yeah. bit with the comic books. I've I've been heavily focused back in in Marvel, and we'll get to this when we talk about the Avengers four trailer. Mm-hmm. But we we say this all the time about how our our fandom ebbs and flows back and forth, particularly with me from Marvel to Star Wars. Yeah. But because of seemingly the absence of Star Wars or the last little bit, I haven't really gotten into Resistance. I didn't do much right. of this. I didn't watch any of the Galaxy, the, whatever that is. Oh, new... it's really cool. Is it cool? It's really cool, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the new kind of um, anime style. Yeah, like the kid style. Yeah. It's
2: for kids. It's for everyone, really. Because yeah. they do the Rogue One scene. And it looks great. Come on. Yeah. Oh, It's awesome. It's awesome oh, yeah no, so wow. that's on the kids youtube channel right? it is yeah yeah really that's yeah. no, great yeah, my daughter's very familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> not a star wars but kids youtube <laughs> it's and they use like the original voices too they do some really cool stuff it's funny my daughter and i were laughing at the um chewy and han on the millennium falcon like it's, there's some great stuff on there nice. yeah, okay yeah, i'll we'll have to get, get into, into that yeah
0: very cool yeah. very cool but anyways my I find that my fandom has been has been cooled a little bit and you know collecting has been a bit slower yep. I haven't gotten into that too much but Marvel with what they're doing with Captain Marvel Avengers 4 they just announced this new Black Panther Legends well they announced it before but it looks like it's hitting shelves now nice with cool. all the, the Black Panthers that you're getting uh, T'Chaka and a couple new Black Panthers yeah, they look good they look really good so a lot of my focus has been on Marvel. And you can even look at the episodes from the past couple of weeks. It's been Marvel or DC. We've been yeah. flipping back and forth because there's not a lot going on right now in Star Wars. This is when we're usually ramping up mm-hmm. to a film. And not having that has kind of given me this kind of, it's just void in Star Wars for me. And like going back to the comic books, yeah, I'm not super into them, right? Yeah. I haven't finished Land o Double or nothing. Right. I'm kind of excited about this Maxi series because they're one shots and not mm-hmm. too much time commitment. But overall, like even the Charles Soul, like you said, like yeah, I like loved that comic book. Yeah. I'm like three issues behind right now.
2: I know. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I'm on twenty three right now. Yeah
0: so yeah like are you feeling the same way
2: feeling the same way yeah. but you know it's kind of crazy with star wars because even when they're not hitting you with star wars it all feeds into star wars and what i mean that when i say that is what i mean is that the anticipation builds so yeah. when you yeah. have that void it just builds to the next one it's it's yeah. weird how it works it,
0: it might yeah. be good though right yeah, exactly. like we, we might need this as fans is to take a break we spent the last what three years just immersed in star wars oh. and also the mcu but i find with the mcu like i it's easier for me to take a break from it yeah like mm-hmm. i can i can put that on pause for a couple weeks and i don't feel like i'm missing because maybe it's the content right mm-hmm. star wars is seemingly that you've we've got content coming at us all the time yeah, and I it's always, one i always feel like i'm behind in star yeah. wars with the mcu because it's really just the films yeah. i never feel like i'm behind on anything yeah and so fandom is just a bit simpler in the MCU it <laughs> really than it is in Star Wars. Star Wars is a complicated fandom to begin with. But then you layer on all this different content, what I should be watching, what I feel like I need to watch to keep up with things. So yeah, I find sometimes I stress out about my Star Wars fandom. Well, I mean, speaking for myself as a DC
1: guy, mm-hmm. I mean, we had Justice League and then we haven't had anything for over a year until Aquaman. And I think you can tell by the anticipation of Aquaman. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly the good buzz and the box office is helping, but, you know, I'm amped to see another DC film. I'm apt to see this universe continue. And, you know, if Aquaman came out in April when Solo did, I don't think it – come out in April or wherever it came out. May. May. Then it probably wouldn't have done as well as it's probably going to do. And so that's the thing is, like, sometimes you can uh, – oversaturate the audience and i think it's good for star wars you know to kind of take a step back and then i think the next film that comes after solo episode nine i believe
0: yeah yeah what? It, no it, no well, there's nothing announced really oh, after we I don't have no, no
1: sorry so so like between solo so it'll be solo and then when episode nine comes oh out, yeah that's gonna be an event film again exactly yeah. a year and a half yeah. right yeah. we had a oh, year yeah. and a half
0: off which is kind of nice yeah you know i'm never gonna leave this universe, but. It's okay to take a pause sometimes. For sure. And that's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Uh, the collecting slower, everything. So it's kind of, I kind of feel that I need that little bit of separation because what could really change this for me right now is a trailer or a tease or a mm-hmm. title reveal. Now, given the fact that we've got all this Marvel stuff coming out, more Disney rumors, we've got that Lion King teaser, yeah. we've got potential for, you know, other DC extended universe film trailers. Do you guys think we're gonna get a Star Wars Episode nine title reveal teaser or both before the end of the year or do you think it's let's just pump our brakes and wait until early part of next year and really start to amp up fandom
2: who that's a tough one um if anything maybe a title reveal trailer or tease i'm thinking super bowl yeah probably okay yeah, yeah i would go with the super bowl i mean han solo was received pretty well that's yeah. pretty cool when it dropped it's mm-hmm. just too, too little too late yeah at yeah. that point whereas for this film i think it make a lot of sense but maybe a title i don't know about a title reveal yeah that's tough maybe december late december yeah yeah
1: no nah, nothing this year nothing until yeah there's no title reveal no nothing like that yeah, uh, yeah it's just the, there's so much other things like going on i don't think star wars would just pop it out it's going to be like an, an event you know what i mean like uh, avengers 4 the title reveal was an event so yeah this will be an event as well
0: yeah i kind of side with you guys there i don't think we're gonna get anything this year like we were talking just there, I think they need time for Phantom to to build anticipation for this film. We know that JJ is at work doing his thing, and for me, I kind of just want them to sit out the rest of the year, yeah, and then really come at us with a nice teaser, really short, thirty second teaser, and a title reveal. You know, some voiceover, maybe you get Kylo lighting up the saber with this new mask we're hearing yeah. about, and then the title reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need more than that because you guys got to think like you got Super Bowl. But we also got celebration in March yep. or in April. Is it April? Yeah, April. So that's probably when they're gonna hit us really hard with a big trailer. But let let's leave this. Let let fandom just cool off a little bit and give us something really big where it's it's focused on Star Wars. Like we even were talking about how if we had gotten a Far From Home trailer on top of a Captain Marvel yeah. and yeah. Avengers, that's just too much. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah. You're, you're burying yourself. And, and the content for for viewers you're, you're trying to divide your we're well, not really it's just trailers i guess but it's you want people to have time to think about these things to yeah. focus on them to get re-engaged with the universe and if you throw a star wars trailer out in the next two weeks you know you're competing with aquaman you're competing with already the avengers 4 trailer and people are already asking for another one so yeah. it's you got to give fandom because there's a lot of crossover here right mm-hmm. you give people time to just simmer cool down and when, I think they just got to play this right. Like we don't want too much and just forget about
2: this. Well, they just got to show us just a little bit. we we'll come I'm from the Marvel side because everybody's going to go see Infinity War. Well, Endgame. Like we yeah. yeah. got all of our money already. Just yeah. give us a little bit of stuff. Exactly what they did with this trailer. Right? Yeah. yeah, right.
0: Yeah. yeah, definitely. So it's going to be exciting. Any thoughts on the title?
2: For episode nine?
0: Yeah. Uh, the Littlest Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: Fallen Republic? fallen shadows republic? of the republic of kind of a oh, spin on like shadows that. of the empire yeah yeah, okay. Ooh, yeah. i like that <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah we we'll go with that for now yeah. yeah yeah what do you got
0: uh how about uh legacy of the force
2: legacy of the force yeah, yeah. bring it back to the force i need more force yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: um one that was kind of got some traction earlier on was a new order oh so the thing i like about new order is it could apply to the jedi it could yeah. apply to the first order so there's Great. a bit of duality there yeah. Yeah. The other one I got, I'm stealing this directly from our dude Mark Godstaff, yeah, who man. He pinged, he guessed Avengers Endgame you like got that. three months ago. Nice. He even made a t shirt. <laughs> really? That's but, ballsy. Yeah. But his his pull on this is that it's a spark of hope. Star Wars oh. episode nine spark <clears throat> of hope. Yeah. I think that was it. I hope that was it. Okay. (laughs) That's just no hope back. Yeah. That's just like when he
1: sparks up a joint, a spark, of hope. Yeah. (laughs) I hope this (laughs)
0: lights. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think out there? Like what could be the title? Like I said, Tumbling Sabre took a few good cracks at this. And actually, if you go and listen to Carlos's from this week's podcast, it some of them are hilarious. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin any of them because his delivery is impeccable. <laughs> but go check out Talent Saver this nice. week and listen to their section on this because it's it's quite funny and nice. I, we just can't match that. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Before we get into the question of the month, the ninth question of the month, we got one more news topic to discuss here, and it comes from CCXP Comic Con Experience 2018. So we've seen some of these foreign cons prominently feature some studios and we get some big reveals that we're more used to getting them at like San Diego Comic-Con, New York Mm Comic-Con, some things that are a bit more stateside. But these bigger foreign cons are are taking a bigger role in making reveals. And there's rumors that we discussed last week about getting a Far From Home trailer this Saturday at the Sony panel at CCXP. It turns out that that wasn't the case. There was rumors that was happening and then all of a sudden it was delayed. For whatever reason. Maybe the, the, the fact that the Avengers trailer was pushed so much. There's still at least some discussion, and I'm, I'm kind of still for this that we're going to see it in front of Spider Man Into the Spider Verse in some capacity. So maybe dropping Wednesday or something. Oh, yeah, I, I hope can so. See it. But we got our first look at some costumes. So we, we've already seen the black and red one. Tom Holland debuted that on Jimmy Kimmel a few months ago, right. or a month or so ago. But one that we've only ever seen in leaked set photos was the Spider Man stealth suit. This was on full display down at CCXP, and we also got an image, an official image, of Tom Holland, or presumably Tom Holland, in this spider stealth suit. Now, Troy, being the (laughs) in-house expert, (laughs) we got to go to you first for an
2: opinion. What do you think of this suit? Uh, well, I mean, right off the bat, when you look at it, you think, uh, Spider-Man Newark. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Without the, uh, fedora and the trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's taking some time for me to actually like appreciate it. And I'm thinking if they use it in the way of a, um, obviously a stealth suit for Peter because he's probably on a field trip, I'm guessing with this film. So he can't really be in the Spider-Man costume. So he's probably doing more stealth missions in the suit. So if it serves a purpose for the story, which I think it will, and I'm totally down with it. I don't want to see too much of it. Like, I wouldn't want to see him fight Mysterio in this costume yeah. or be in daylight in this costume. But all around, I, I think it's going to be pretty cool. be really sweet to see it in motion. And it's it's different than everything else we've seen live-action-wise. Yeah, definitely. Live action wise, yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, yeah, someone... Posted on twitter it's like it's a stealth suit but his fingers are free so he leaves fingerprints <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I i like it though it, yeah it definitely looks like, it kind of reminds me it needs a little bit more silver to be that like armored spider-man or, oh yeah, yeah back in the 90s yeah, yeah yeah but i like it i dig it
0: nice yeah i think it's cool something we have not seen on screen before mm-hmm. we've seen the black suit we've seen multiple variations of the the blue and red we're right. getting a blue and or black and red now. And we're getting all sorts of designs, too, That's coming right. out into the Spider-Verse. So it's going to be cool for them to poke at this a little bit. My question, though, is who is making these suits for Spider-Man now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, I'm thinking because we know um, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s evolved. We, we know oh, Nick Fury's yeah. oh, evolved. Yeah. So I'm, my money's on it. it's a S.H.I.E.L.D. design costume.
0: Makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't look like there's any S.H.I.E.L.D. symbols no. on it. But you're probably
1: I right. I think
2: so, right? Like if he's on a field trip, probably meets up with Nick Fury. One of those guys must see him. Well, like...
1: Spoiler. <laughs> now we know Nick Fury survives? <laughs> well,
2: well, we also know <laughs> Tom Holland survives, too.
1: <laughs> well, how do we know it's Tom Holland? He doesn't have an
0: identical brother. Yeah, it could be Andrew Garfield. Clone <laughs> yeah. yeah, Clone Saga. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing a trailer of this. Yeah. Still, it. It's going to be interesting how they frame it. Because it as we get into the Avengers trailer here in a minute, they approach that the exact
2: way that we talked about it yeah, last week. You know, yeah.
0: I'm not saying we're geniuses, but we're freaking geniuses,
2: <laughs> guys. Well, they also just announced the Doctor Strange yes sequel yes. as well. Yeah, Scott yeah. Derrickson signed yeah, on, yeah,
0: the original yeah, director, director, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think that I thought that was already something that was given. I know. Yeah, because even Scott Derrickson, I believe he, I don't know, maybe he did, maybe he didn't sit on that panel, the Infinity War directors panel that they had on the the bonus features. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. I think he was. Yeah. And that seemed reserved for multiple time directors. Because right. even like Ryan Coogler was there and then he signed on right after that. Yeah, that's so right. I think Scott Derrickson's the right guy mm-hmm. to take this this franchise forward. And I like the continuity of directors for more of that niche type of film. So yeah. like, like yeah. Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther yeah, even, russos right? The it's working out Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes, exactly. It's find the right people. And if they're consistent with their delivery, yeah. I think that's a really good thing. For sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, hopefully, maybe next week we'll be talking about Far <sighs> From Home so. and Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But at least we'll be talking about Into the Spider-Verse. We'll be getting lots of Spider-Man talk in next week. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's take a little break. We'll hear from uh, our dude, Mark Godsiff. He's going to talk to you a little bit about the Patreon. I was on his patreon exclusive podcast this past week we talked captain marvel as well as avengers endgame trailer so it was a lot of fun i was on there with himself and jp so he's going to tell you a little bit about his movie club podcast but also the patreon so make sure you hop into that lots of great stuff going on there and when we come back we'll be answering the knight of the commonwealth monthly question from matthew salvatore
4: Hey, Nerd Room listeners, I'm Mark. Tim, Troy, and Sanjay have offered me one minute of their show to tell you about my show, Mark Godsiff's Movie Club. This is a podcast that grew out of my Patreon campaign, where the community would nominate and vote for a movie to watch together each month. And then we'd gather together for a roundtable podcast and break down what we loved and maybe what we didn't love about films like Batman vs. Superman, Doing a Justice, The Matrix, and The Shining, and so on. If you would like to be a part of that, then search for Mark Godsiff's Movie Club in iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find us there. Or become an active member of the Patreon community. Join the conversation. Join the Movie Club at patreon.com forward slash Mark Godsif. We'd love to have you as a part of our clan. Anyway, back to the guys. Thanks, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay. Have a good show.
0: All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you, Mark, for sending that in and giving us some insight as to what you are doing over on Patreon. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Now, let's get into this question. So, grabs again our apologies. It's it's getting (laughs) tight towards the end of the year here, but you are absolutely killing it on Twitter, hashtag Mm -hmm. Twitter gang, because you've been chucking questions like they're crazy. I've been a bit of an observer this past week. It's been hectic at work but i love coming back to like 400 Twitter messages <laughs> and rolling through the amazing gifts and there, there's a lot of people in there gift game is strong oh, the internet. Right? Gift awesome. game is strong. It. but so let's strong. get into this question i here. feel
1: like you know it's the question of the month we should like have like a like a,
0: a thing song? that we do not a theme
1: song but like a thing you know like a chant not chant but like a
0: seance of sorts no this isn't Slowly. the craft
1: uh we should do something like you know you drink a beer out of a boot or something like that like I think that's what we should do for the question of the month is like, we salute you and then we'll all drink beer out of our boot or something.
0: We salute you. I'll add a clink sound in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a boot. Why would we have metal boots? I don't know why. It not? doesn't
1: make sense. We need uh, non metal boots.
0: <laughs> there it is guys for i am
1: uh, going to talk like this
0: uh now i lost it <laughs> you played it so straight into this point <laughs> i know I'm, I'm sorry all right here's a question from matthew stars has so many iconic characters ships and stories within its universe out of all the many unique aspects of Star Wars universe what is the number one thing that defines star wars for you could be whatever you want. Loophole away. Nice reference for a boy chop. Rules with a Z. Yeah, chops. <laughs> a single character, a specific scene in one of the many films. Overall, overall theme of good versus evil. Thank you guys for all the awesome content you put out. All right. First off, thank you, Matthew. Great, great question. Matthew. Yes, so, sir. So what, what is it for you guys? What is it that right. defines Star Wars? Sunjay. I'll, I'll go first. You cool, know, I'll let you got... two
1: marinate because you guys have a lot more Star Wars go through. You know, I've only been through one Star War.
0: <laughs> I love you,
1: man. Uh for me you always it, keep it, on my toes. <laughs> Maybe on my heels. Who knows? <laughs> well sometimes you lead when we dance, sometimes I lead, you know, whoever's in charge. Yeah.
0: Your head's always on my shoulder though. <laughs> so <I> soft.
1: Was, <laughs> uh for me, without a question, it's the fans. Um, before I even knew anything about Star Wars, I knew Star Wars fans were passionate about (laughs) Star Wars. (laughs) And I come here and I look and I see all the figures, all the books, all the podcasts, everything. And I go to Troy's house and I see the hot toys and I see, you know, the cereal boxes and the CDs and everything. It's the fans, man. It's, it's the fans. Like they carry Star Wars. Star Wars lives in the fans. Um, it has to be that. Like, you know, you see people lining up for movies back when you didn't have to pre order your tickets. And <laughs> people would be camping out overnight. And it's something that you don't really see out of any other movie franchise, especially at that time. Um, and, you know, you see people who, like, have one last wish, and their last wish was to, like, see, like, The Last Jedi or to see Force Awakens, Force Awakens yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it, it's, it's a beautiful fandom. And I know um, sometimes it can get. A little bit heated, but it is passionate, and passionate people have opinions, and uh, I respect that, and uh, I respect the fandom of Star Wars, so that's what Star Wars is to me very touching nice. yeah. yeah. I didn't
2: see that coming that's a good one oh, good call you, the fans you, yeah. you can't hey, you, can, you can't steal that you
1: two can't steal no, that man. Now. I, you can't be like uh, uh, mine was the fans and then like Tim and Post puts his above mine and
0: says like I Sanjay copied me like I don't know what he's talking about I'm just sitting down here by myself putting phrases in so yeah. I can drop them in <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking man you got um, something something
2: in mind as a kid I've always gone to the lightsabers it's, for me it's always been the Jedi it's always been the Sith Obviously, the Sith weren't really known when the first ones came out. Nah. It wasn't until the prequels, but I'm a prequel guy, so um, yeah, I go with uh, the Jedis. And, you know, as bad as Attack of the Clones was, <laughs> I've always loved the fact that that was the film when we saw all the Jedi's live action. Not Clone Wars, but live action Attack of the Clones. I just I love seeing all those Jedi's together. Um, the Sith, I, I think they're incredible. I, I guess it doesn't really make sense for us to get them anytime soon due to you know what happened with Anakin bringing balance to the Force. But uh, yeah, blue lightsaber, red lightsaber, green, give me any of those. I just need the lightsabers. I need Jedi. I need Sith. That's that's Star Wars for me. I've never really been big into like the whole um, like the fleet of things, Yeah. like the resistance, the rebels. Like That doesn't really matter to me. I like the Republic, I guess. But um, yeah, man, Jedi warriors all the way. Nice. Yeah. nice. It's because you are a Jedi. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> this question I had a tough
0: time with, not because I couldn't figure out something that defines it for me. But because there's so many different things. Yeah. And when it all comes down to it, the key thing for me is a story that is strung through the original trilogy. When I think Star Wars, I automatically go to the original trilogy. I kind of include Rogue One in there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the prequels. I love the sequel trilogy. But the defining films for me are, are the original trilogy. And in particular is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, And it's for several reasons you know Return of the Jedi is great, A New Hope's great, but the universe was made inside of Empire Strikes Back. That may be a controversial opinion one way or another. Maybe it was it was crafted in A New Hope, but the expansive nature of Empire, what it did by going to Dagobah, expanding on the idea of the Force, it was the film that defined Darth Vader as well. Yeah. It defined that relationship between Luke and Vader. It, it gave you different planets we didn't see that many different planets we got the death star we got tatooine and what else we got a hoth, few hoth but the, no sorry in, in a new hope we only got one or two oh, planets and, right and, okay yeah yeah uh yavin yavin 4 yeah, yeah. and when you go to empire you get hoth you get dagobah you're all over the place yeah. right and Bestin. you get your yeah, best friend <laughs> you get the introduction of lando of boba fett and that worn universe to me the a new hope and I, I reviewed actually Empire Strikes Back this past week with Rob Cast on TSW and this was a lot of my comments was like how expansive of a story Empire is and how it took the the normal formula and just twisted it around completely and gave me something that was very different in a universe now at the time it probably wasn't perceived that way or maybe it was as being radically different oh for sure it definitely was but when you look back it just seems a bit normal now because i've seen the film so many times yeah. but it's it's really empire and what it did yeah for that whole saga that whole story so you know if you boil it down to a moment in time it's the battle off for me
2: that's a like, great battle. I,
0: I love yeah. that battle. I don't know what it is when when I think Star Wars, I think Atats. I think that, that, that battle in the trenches. And then you got Vader. It's just oh, it's I, I love it all. Yeah. But yeah, Empire to me is, is that defining film and that really is what defines Star Wars for me. Yeah, no, is, yeah. It
2: it's cool. Even like the Jedi Master like like um Yoda obviously. Yeah. Like back yeah, then dude. you're like, That guy's not the Jedi Master, yeah. he's just some whatever, and it turns out he's the master. There's so many flips and turns yeah. and twists in that film. Yeah. That's why it's, it's the best. It's yeah. The best Star Wars yeah. film. Well, yet. think
0: of like all the the extra content that we have right now. A lot of it is seated initially in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Like you've got Yoda that extends back into the uh, the uh, the prequel trilogy. Yeah, and Dagobah, the planet. Dagobah. To, you've got the the Force and what they kind of do there. You got Force Ghosts or yeah, first the Emperor, but yes. proper Emperor. The Emperor is <laughs> yeah. introduced there, right? And proper Vader too. Like you mm. saw, we saw a lot of crazy stuff in A New Hope, but but Vader proper is yeah. an empire in oh. my opinion at least this oh is my yeah. opinion guys no, <laughs> don't definitely. run over me here yeah. no,
2: that's, he's doing stuff with the force where he's holding on to his lightsaber but still controlling yeah you know all the different i don't know devices throwing them at Luke. yeah like, we, we never saw that before. yeah the upgrade and lightsaber battles compared to the new home oh, yeah. night and day yeah it's crazy right yeah. Luke gets his hands cut off that lightsaber goes like that lightsaber means so much because that's the last time you see that lightsaber really yeah. until oh. the prequel or the um the sequel trilogy yeah right? It's huge. Yeah, yeah.
0: So a lot, a lot of things are picked up from Empire Strike Back. A lot of loose threads, and they go with them, run with them. Yeah. So it's it's wild. I, I love right? that film. So That's good that, like that was a great question. Yeah. yeah. Great answer, Sanjay. Oh. I have to say, man, that was that well,
1: was top you. notch. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I gotta say, Matthew, um, you know, a little disappointed you didn't mention Batman v Superman in his question. <laughs> you know. Um, you guys had enough
0: of that on Twitter today. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I think every time I address Matthew, I'm gonna say, Matthew. And then you say, Why did you say that name? Why oh, did you say that?
0: Actually, I have to issue a correction statement here. Alright, let's hear it. Last week I, I commented on a on a listener that fed me a theory on Captain Marvel being a scroll and I called him Matthew. His name is not Matthew. It's Marty.
1: <laughs> oh, that that's a drink from the boot, right? Yeah, now. I felt <laughs>
0: terrible that I did I did apologize on Twitter, but I wanted to make sure that I gave him a shout out here because he was interacting with me earlier today as well. I really hope I got that name right. I'm just actually checking. (laughs)
1: Actually in second thought, It was Martha Thelis
0: <laughs> I feel so. I'm going to feel terrible if it's not the right name here. You can but, always
1: edit it out in post.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. The art of Marty on Twitter. Make sure you go follow him because nice. he fed us something here for the awesome. Avengers 4 trailer as well. But I wanted to make sure I got that, that correction. There, right, I got to follow bad.
1: him right now while yeah. we're live on the air, but yeah, the not really live. The art of Marty. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. That's How does this name. work? Yeah.
0: It is good. Wait. So yeah. Shout out to you, man. Uh, keep feeding that and keep discussing. Loving it. But off of that note, guys. It is time to get into the Avengers Yo. End Game trailer. I'm debating whether or not to drop in something in post here. We'll see if it actually comes out. If nope. it's there, if it's not, <laughs> then then you just got us. So yeah. let's let's break down this trailer. Like, where did you guys first see this? Did you watch it on your phone, like I did, like an idiot? Um, what was your first overall experience with the film and the emotions that came off of it? Without talking about any of the details. How did you feel after watching this the first time?
2: I was in my kitchen. I just went on Twitter and I was like, (laughs) oh, you know, I was just super silent. I watched this thing, devoured it. And right away I texted you. Right away I texted him and I was like, man. It was like (laughs) 6 in the morning. Yeah, it was super early. I was like, oh my God. And I woke my wife up. I'm like, come watch this with me. We watched it. and I was like... "My." my daughter watch it? No, my daughter didn't watch it. I didn't want her to watch that you, one. You said she you wake to, your
1: daughter up and your wife's like, hell no, Troy, what are you doing? No, my daughter <laughs> is already up. She uh, doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I was blown away. Um, you know, I've been, much like you, Sanjay, with uh, my biggest problem going into the MCU early, I always wanted that serious tone because it's always mm-hmm. been so jokey and playful and I've grown to like appreciate it and adapt to it. Yeah. But um, I've always wanted this tone. From an MCU film. Because yeah. yeah. I get this in the comics and this hit me hard. The, um, we're going to get into it, obviously, but the color palette throughout the whole trailer, oh. too, is like yeah. nothing we've seen before, especially from the Russos or coming off of the Guardians film, right? Ah, love this trailer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The yeah. uh, first time I saw this, uh, 6 a.m. in Troy's kitchen. Uh, he didn't know I was there. I was peeping over his shoulder, dressed as a houseplant and. Uh, Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me, Sunday. Yeah. Why is our christmas
0: tree so brown and lumpy? Why does it just keep saying am a <laughs> christmas tree?
1: Uh, thoughts feelings. Thoughts feelings. Uh I saw this at work um uh, in the morning and my first thought was holy shit this is good. <laughs> uh yeah blown away goosebumps like this thing is unreal. I can't wait to watch this I can't wait to watch it again and I can't wait to buy the steel book and then I can't wait to buy like the European Steel book because it'll be slightly different this is you know um, Joker and Shazam are like pretty anticipated movies for me for next year but this this might be number one like mm-hmm. this is this is killer right now i I'm so hyped for this film this this looks amazing
0: yeah this this struck a serious chord with me. Um, I I would consider myself an, an ultimate MCU fan. I will. I love almost everything they've done. There's a few missteps in there that we've poked out a little bit in the past, but this film in particular, I my fear going into this was always that how does Avengers 4 live up to Infinity War? Infinity War was massive in scale. It killed it at the box office. It was widely praised as one of the, if not the best MCU film. How do you run up against that like how do you put out a film that feels different enough but also answers all the questions coming out of it but gives you potentially a proper send-off of some of your our favorite characters that we've been with for 10 years this trailer did that it it got me like right in the gut like so deep inside i mean especially the first part of it. it it feels there's a lot of finality to it Troy, your, your point about the, the color palette, is yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. The music, though, guys, that is what really gets you mm-hmm. going. Yeah. It walks you through this almost down to heartbeats, it feels like. And then you get that little stinger at the end. That's yeah. what that's what we wanted. When I reviewed this with Mark, I called it a spark of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like You need that, that little uptick. I'm so excited for this film because another thing that stuck out to me This is a Captain America film.
2: Yeah. 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 The
0: last one was a Thor and Thanos film. Mm -hmm. This is a Captain America film. Yeah. So I'm immensely excited about this. And I'm right there with you, Sanjay, as uh, this may be considered blasphemy in the SWC, but (laughs) Avengers 4, and I think I'm going to sit pretty firmly on this, is my most anticipated film of 2019. I don't know. It's going to take an incredible, incredible episode nine trailer to knock me off of that. Yeah. And it can be done, but
2: I don't think it's going to be done. I think most people are with you. I think everyone's on the the Avengers train from here (laughs) on me. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: it'd be pretty hard to go against it. I mean, it'd be one thing if you didn't enjoy Infinity War, but Infinity War, to me, you know, when we did the MCU retrospective, was my favorite MCU film of all time. So to come up with, follow that up with a sequel so quick, you know, we don't have to wait two, three years for the next one. This is coming out, what, the year after, and not even a full year. It's like... Eleven months or a year exactly, so. Right? Yeah, exactly like right. Almost a, a year, full. exactly. Almost yeah. A year. So, yeah, I mean, this is is pretty cool, man. Like, y- you look at the time. Normally, like a quiet time of the year, we're getting Captain Marvel. We're getting Shazam. We're getting Avengers four. Like, uh, we're getting a Hellboy movie again. Yeah. Like all within the first like three four months of the year, yeah. like twenty nineteen. And like that doesn't even include like all the Disney stuff we're getting. 2019, we were all like, oh, 2018, this is crazy. We're getting so much shit. 2019 is just like, yeah, no, man. You we're going to be effing yet. exhausted yeah. between <laughs> films and
0: being new dads again. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> just bring them to Tots and Strollers or Stars and Strollers. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, it's going to be something. So, And you know what, guys? It seems like we all really loved this mm-hmm. trailer. So did the rest of the planet. Yeah. yeah. It's officially the most watched trailer in the first 24 hours Ever with 289 million views, that's insane between all the various outlets and all yeah, that, wherever it's posted hours. within 24 hours. Jeez. Half of them are you. Well, that's a I mentioned that in the past. People are <laughs> like, Well, yeah, so I mentioned to a buddy this week, he's like, Yeah, well, how many times do you watch that? Like 20 times, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, sure, that knocks it up. But a lot of people re watched it, right? Yeah. You can oh, watch yeah. any film trailer, however many times you want, exactly. Yeah, but you know, I watched Captain Marvel trailer like four times. Yeah, this yeah. trailer, I'll be sitting in my office and I'll be like. Do I want to feel a little depressed right now? Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch the Avengers Endgame trailer.
2: Well, it's great because the trailer starts off and Tony says it. He says... Um... What's the line he says? Part of the journey is the end. Exactly, yeah. and when you look at Tony, what is he wearing? He's wearing the exact same thing he uh, wore in the cave in Iron Man, yeah. right? He looks the exact same. Yeah. And this nice. is so cool. It's a full circle. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're gonna get some time travel coming in because if you look at the For title sure. card, it's like a reverse, like as yeah. it's time folding on itself. so oh. Oh, i'm so yeah. hyped! It's also um,
0: that poster disintegrated. It's that Infinity War that that poster, the Infinity War poster behind us, the A, the teaser poster they released as well. Yeah, that's the same poster, but it's blown apart really the same Ooh. colors and all that
2: okay yeah and and, and grabs i'm sure grabs is hyped oh, yeah. for this because i think his boy scott lang is gonna play a huge role yeah, yeah. Huge and i role. love his uh reveal at the end there. Yeah. I think that's great it's it's so cool like this trailer it already did like the winter soldier effect for me for am mm-hmm. and the wasp because now i'm like i love at least that last bit that yeah. much more that was one of my favorite parts in that movie actually is him being trapped in the quantum yeah. realm yeah oh yeah <laughs> the last so, two seconds. <laughs> that, that was one of the best post credit scenes MCU has ever done oh it was yeah. so cool and like the crowd when I saw it the whole crowd was like whoa like they yeah. were tying it and all the, the way dusting. back to yeah. infinity work just yeah. like that
1: yeah. Yeah. and it felt freaky when like the whole world was quiet it felt like yeah. a zombie movie or yeah. something right oh it's crazy and then they hit put the ant in but uh, uh, yeah that was a bit much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I did
0: for that yeah. Let, <laughs> let's walk through this trail a little bit mm-hmm. sequentially here let's start with the Tony Stark monologue it is beautifully underlaid by the music. That that to me sets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got him talking to to one Pepper Potts. He does make a drop remark about Rescue. Do you guys think there's much to that?
2: Well, I thought we got concept art of the. Uh...
0: We did. There's a there is a shot of Rescue of so Pepper Potts yeah. in the comic book. She wears armor. She's called Rescue. Oh. A lot of people were saying that that he says Rescue. Therefore, that means Pepper Potts is going to rescue him. Do you do you think that's going to happen or not? Yes.
2: Really? Yes. I don't think so. I think that's just kind of queuing up that she might wear the armor. I don't think it'll be she's gonna come yeah. and save him from so space. So you
1: think so. he like dies in space? No, well, no. He'll
2: definitely make his way.
0: Let's let's get to this. I got <laughs> I got something to drop on you here in a second. Um, his, his overall monologue. Do you, do you find it's it's more of a send off or my my biggest fear with this is that they've set this up to be such a moment and then they're gonna undercut it with something.
1: Oh, for sure.
2: For for in sure, the film. I think they want you to think that Tony is dying. I, I, dying. I honestly, I and 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 Chris Evans too. His tweet before was like everybody alluded that he's gonna die. I actually yeah. think, I still think Tony's gonna die, and I think Chris Evans is gonna end up somewhere else. But we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. We'll get awesome. To that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. And then there's a one beautiful shot in there before we, we drop this on Sanjay. Uh, <laughs> we've got the I can't remember what it's called. The Benatar.
2: The Guardianship. Yeah. other Guardianship. Yeah. Right? The
0: the newest one. And it's floating through space. It's got like that nebula in the background. Yeah. And it, to me, when I, when I look at that, I see like Phoenix, like a bird floating through oh, space. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a gorgeous, gorgeous shot. Yeah. I yeah, absolutely love it. But when you get towards the end of, of Iron Man, Tony Stark's little monologue here, the music slows down. And if you're listening to it with headphones on, it's hard to hear if you're just listening to oh, a computer. Okay. You get right down to boop Boot do. a heartbeat it's heartbeat ah. it's it's I, I don't know if it's on purpose it must be but to me it, it's so cool when you're in the moment with big headphones on right. yeah you get down and to me i'm like are they counting down here because oh, when man. i review this with mark his biggest theory and i and i said i don't i don't agree with it but it really gets the wheel spinning he thinks tony stark is going to die at the start of this film but the important piece is is that tony stark will come back but they're going to pluck him out of a different time. Line. Right. Oh. I can totally see that. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, actually yeah. the Tony we know and we've grown with since 2008, that character is going to die mm-hmm. on that ship. Okay. In that moment. Because there is yeah. a moment in that, in the scene later on where you see Nebula's hand on someone's shoulder. Right. And presumably that's Tony Stark's because Nebula's on that ship. There's yeah, a, they have to be together. A, there's a right. quick scene, a clip scene of her and you get the big lens flare, mm-hmm. but she's on that ship presumably with that's him as well. That's what I thought, yeah. Couldn't he eat
1: her? <laughs> Maybe I mean if
0: he's running out of food,
1: uh, he'd have to fight her, and I don't. It that. turned into a live. <laughs>
2: well, what do you think's happened to his armor? Because I, it's all nanos, right? They should all theoretically still be there. but yeah. All he seems to have is just the helmet left.
0: Well, the at the end of Infinity War, there remember it was it looked like it was a finite amount of nanos. Yeah, and it looked like the stuff that wasn't healing, he'd basically run out of nanos. Oh, so okay, my guess yeah. is that 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 chest piece is still harboring some of them, right. but he doesn't have a full suit anymore. Right. So it's not like you can just take off in a space and just whip out and say, "I'm gonna fly here." Right. Yeah. So, but but do you guys think he's gonna die? And if you don't, how do you think he's getting into this? And how do you think he's getting rescued?
2: I think he's 100% gonna die. Tony. Yeah. 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 In in this 20. scene though. Oh, in this scene. Yeah. Well, shoot! After hearing that theory, I think so. <laughs> oh, that's a good theory. <laughs> um, in this, I would be blown away if they did, because that's kind of like setting the tone when, like, yeah. uh, Loki bit yeah. it right off the bat. Oh man, I don't know. I'm gonna say no because this tony still has to see steve yes that's the only reason why this tony and our steve they still have to see they still have to talk yeah if steve runs into like an alternate tony it just won't quite cut it yeah you know what i mean so that's the only thing that's kind of keeping me off that
1: what if steve sees uh tony and he's tony's like i saved that last dance for you (laughs) and they play the music and then those two start dancing way to undercut the whole (laughs) thing (laughs) do you think he's gonna die though no no how do you think he's getting out of it pepper pepper
0: pepper salt and pepper is gonna save him okay yeah i uh i'm more aligned with you troy i think that story wise it would be very traumatic for the audience for him to die in the first 10 minutes of the film Mm -hmm. um it's, it's it's a bit contrived to see someone like, at least for me, from my perspective, someone like Pepper save him. Yeah. There's gotta be something else out there, but I agree with you. This, this reunion of Stark and Steve Rogers has to happen in this film. It has to happen to, to give some, some closure to all Mm -hmm. of that. And I don't want that. And I don't like using the word robbed because I don't think that's the right word. There, there's a a reason that if he does die in that scene, that it happens is it may, it may, not just be for shock value, but for him to die and then them revive him later on in, yeah. in some capacity while reversing the universe, it feels a bit like we're trying to have our cake and eat it too.
2: Yeah. Superman the movie. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I, I don't think he dies. I don't really have a great opinion on how he gets out of here. Right. But it has to do something because the red herring for me is Nebula on that ship. Yeah. Um, you've got the Ravengers are still out there, at least half of them probably. Yeah. Um, you've got Korg and Valkyrie that are kicking around too. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Captain Marvel's potential as well. well yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. So I, I I don't think the first part of the film is the right place, at least from a story perspective, to say goodbye to Tony. Right. I like what they're doing here though. Because when we talked last week, we're like, you don't need to show us anything. Mm-hmm. No quantum suits, no fighting, mm-hmm. nothing. Show us how they're dealing. Yeah. And that's exactly what we got. We've got Thor sitting in the corner. Yeah. No words. We've got Tony Stark giving a goodbye. We've got Steve Rogers crying. Yeah. like They do a lot in the first part of this trailer to tell you that the world is still reeling from the events. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of it feels like it's right after Infinity War. Yes. Do you think we're gonna get an opening spot where we see all the characters reacting in a certain way? Pause, jump.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. That'd be pretty cool. Just see, like, the immediate aftermath. Yeah. Like, planes crashing and, like, them just, like, what's happened? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think we'll
2: definitely get it, because obviously time's passed because Paul Rudd's character yeah. Yeah. gets to Because where's Ant-Man the Wasp again? That takes place... San Francisco. Yeah, so obviously he drove this. He's there driven, to see yeah. Band, so it's yeah. awesome. Like a week. Yeah. <laughs> at least less traffic. Fast, less yeah. traffic. <laughs> half, half the amount of traffic. Yeah. If you will. Um, yeah, you know, that'd be really cool because that's one of the things I liked with M and the Wasp too, is like you kind of mentioned, seeing the state of the world, or at least that city, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, snapped. So it'd be really cool if we could see that right away on Earth, see those effects. Yeah. So
0: now Steve yeah. Rogers and Black Widow. Yes. They, they're, they're the two main focal points of this trailer when you get outside of of Tony Stark here. Um, Steve Rogers cries. We see him in the winter soldier suit. They're definitely preparing for something. Now, a question. When he's talking, this is more towards the end of the trailer, but when he's talking about if they don't accomplish this, then he doesn't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Do you think that's after Ant-Man arrives or do you think that they attempt something before Scott Lang arrives? And they fail miserably at doing that.
2: I, w- I would go with that. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. failed before. They, and Scott Lang is like their new hope. Yeah. I, I think
0: it needs that. The film mm-hmm. yeah. needs. I know we just get off the back end of Infinity War. But I don't want to go straight into a solution. Yeah. They have to try something and fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this may be where someone like Ronan. Cockeye. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Renner's character yeah. factors into this. Yeah. Um, because that's a pretty cool reveal too. Oh, that's oh, great. Yeah. Everybody's
2: been hoping and to see that I think he's going to play more of a pivotal role, pivot, <coughs> no, pivotal role in this film because we haven't seen much of no. Hawkeye. We didn't even see him in the last film, right? Yeah. Um do you think it's the snap that killed his family or do you think it's something else because he's in Japan, Japan it looks like yeah. And I couldn't remember if something happened in the comics that wiped out his family, why he turned Ronin. I can't remember. So it I was don't...
0: he was his family was killed by gangsters or exactly. syndicate stuff. So or something that's why it's like that. working because yeah.
2: obviously you want to think it was the snap that did yeah. this. But if he was MIA already in Infinity War maybe he's already become Ronin at that point. Yeah, right. oh, okay. So maybe yeah. he's been Ronin yeah. the whole time.
0: I wonder, yeah, because there's definitely something that's happened <clears> to <throat> that character and the yeah. family is is the obvious catalyst for, sure. for that. Um, does the, I think people even call it the snapping as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that enough to drive him to go to Japan to start killing Yakuza or something? That That's a bit of an anomaly there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, why is he out there doing that? There's right. rumors that maybe he was out chasing scrolls. Oh, but engine. why, why would he be on this one man mission to take down crime syndicates? Well, the world is reeling from the snapping, you know, yeah. why wouldn't he have retreated back to black widow, say, or captain America, his friends, people that he knows to, to maybe help him deal with some of this. It just feels like, cause Ronan's very singular, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's about siloing himself off and, and just accomplishing missions. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that with Hawkeye. Because there's a poster that was out there too. I don't remember who put it out there. Oh, that um, cool one that
2: Boss Logic did? Boss Logic, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like the yellow poster and it's Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye reaching out. Yeah. And the kid fading, being yeah. snatched. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the, I love that one. It's, it's
2: good. super yeah, catchy too. like three too. different columns of explanation of like yeah, what's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And then we also looked at this beautiful Logan version of the uh the trailer it was done by mr creps i don't know i'm really bad at sounding a last name <laughs> but there's a logan style for the avengers trailer and it loses the same thing right yeah. mm-hmm. it clips in very quickly individuals and what they've lost yeah and so there's some assumption at least from a wide fan base that it's the family but there's a missing piece there for sure. and you look at black widow the way she, she reacts to him she's in complete shock right I yeah. seeing him like
2: this why do you think she has the blonde I mean, it's, it's a dumb question but why does she still have the blonde hair because they're not hiding anymore right like yeah. Steve got rid of the beard you, just a new look she just yeah. likes the blonde yeah R-I-P. I mean yeah. you
1: gotta like uh, change it up you know You've, yeah. you're on a losing streak <laughs> You know, like in, like you got to shave
2: sometimes. But the red or... was working for her. Clearly, they're doing a lot better with yeah. the I hair. <laughs> I think there is.
1: Maybe her hairdresser got snapped and she Maybe. only trusts her huh. one hairdresser. Yeah, just that
0: one person. I think there is concept of her with red hair again. Cool. At some point, which might point towards there's a time jump in here as well. Right.
1: It could be like uh, a red herring, if you will. Like with the Thanos glove. Literal. Where, yeah, they were missing stones. Maybe she does get the red Maybe. hair back. Maybe. Maybe it's integral to how they mm-hmm. pass the Thanos test. Um, i was thinking with hawkeye maybe he holds the avengers responsible for what happened and that's why he doesn't go back to Ooh. them mm, he's maybe. like it's your guys's fault you know i entrusted i left i expected you guys to take care of this you guys couldn't even handle your own stuff your guys's fault i'm not gonna go back to you guys oh shoot i'll do it myself like, Long that. Soldier. Yeah. like that, yeah yeah maybe he like recruits some other people too maybe he like recruits abomination and he's just
2: like we're gonna do this our own selves maybe he's uh, probably not abomination some, but <laughs> someone without shuri right, right? I mean, oh I know, yeah I know the video shows that she's missing yes yeah but i mean it shows paul red's missing too and we obviously know he's not right mm-hmm. we never did see her disappear no right. or fade there's, the some, there's something
0: more to that as well yeah because this is a, one of my running theories about shuri is that she's gonna be the one responsible to get vision back i think we talked about this before yeah there's ghost vision yeah there's a drop line in there about her with some ai i can't i think it's in infinity war but it's just like a really quick i've been working on this ai yeah 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 there is there's no reason for that line other than they're gonna jam it into vision at some point right yeah yeah (laughs) right and then whatever's left in vision plus this new ai gets you white ghost vision yes and Uh, that's how that character comes back into the mix in avengers endgame yes so yeah, Shuri, she's the anomaly because mm-hmm. we were talking before the podcast actually that you know, she took up the mantle of Black Panther at one point in mm-hmm. the comic books and yeah. more recently. Yeah. And so there's a potential for us to have a Black Panther in this film and it's Shuri, Latita yeah. Wright's character, right. which would be really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 With One Black Panther is gone, but here's another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
2: I think that would be awesome. What about your boy? He's back in your favorite costume, Winter Soldier oh, costume. Uh, That's the costume man, right there.
0: Man, I need a legend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need that, man. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that would make it better is he had the beard back. But yeah, I like that he's back in that Winter Soldier costume. Now, s- speculation on that. People are saying he had to go back to Winter Soldier timeline as they're jumping around here. People are saying it's a bit more reflective of like who he is now. You know, with the dark blue, not the bright colors and all that. Right what do you guys think on that? Is it just something very simple? Like stealth suit is the best thing. This is a mission we're going on or is yeah. there a bigger meaning?
2: I, I think it's, it's, it's like that. It's, yeah. it's um just stealth suit. Cause I think they did show concept of him with like the chain mail yep. from the comics. Like I, I'm sure we're going to get that costume because much like we need um, Avengers assemble, I need Steve. Yes. With the chainmail going on. Right? <laughs> That's classic. So, um, I don't think he'll be in that costume very long. They went to soldier one. I think it's a cool callback. Obviously yeah. like, it's a big fan favorite. A lot of people yes. love that suit. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now, what about the the <clears throat> missing characters like War Machine, Rocket, Rocket Raccoon is the yeah. one we don't see. Um, only a quick glimpse of Banner. No Hulk. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what What are you guys taking away from that? Rocket was an obvious omission for me, and maybe yeah. that's because the the tone yeah. of the trailer didn't yeah. really need any more than Scott Lang coming in at the end here. Right. But Steve and Black Widow seem to be siloed off a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I don't know what's happened to the others. Like, and a lot of this trailer seems like, I, it's gotta be the first 10 minutes of the film is where sure. they've pulled from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: I'm thinking Rocket must be somewhere with, <clears throat> I know we've seen Thor already, but Rocket would probably yeah. be yeah. closest with Thor. They had really good moments too. Mm-hmm. In right. Infinity War. Um, who's the other war machine? Yeah, I don't know what War Machine would be up to, but he must be grieving hard because he he must assume, obviously, Tony must be gone. I do like the fact that they all consider them missing, not killed. Yeah, yeah, this is pretty cool. Wild, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, one of the big things that came out of this trailer also, not only the character reveals that we're seeing with Captain America, Ronan, Iron Man, the title. Yes, right. This is something that we speculated last week on. We've been speculating for months. Bruce was. I've been very cagey about this title. We heard big rumors of things like Infinity Gauntlet. Avengers Annihilation seemed to take a prominent feature in the last month or two as being the title. Now the big reveal is that it's Avengers Endgame. What are you guys' thoughts on that title? What was your first reaction to hearing that? I liked it, yeah.
1: it's something different and it kind of closes this chapter of the first Avengers stories, if you will. And then now going forward we'll have the new Avengers yes. team, like with Black Panther, with Captain Marvel, um, all the other people that are rejoining. So I, I like it. It's a nice like chapter. It closes. It'll be what, the twenty second film? Yeah. So maybe they should have called it Avengers twenty two. I don't know. <laughs> Forever twenty one. I don't know.
2: <laughs> um you know what? Um before we got the title, I was like, I don't like that name at all. Endgame, it just didn't work for me. I heard the speculation, I heard the rumors like ah, doesn't work for me. I know it's been in the other films. Doctor Strange dropped it. But when I watched that trailer at 6 in the morning and I saw the title revealed with the logo and everything, I was like, yeah. Like, I I buy it. Yeah. I'm not jumping up and down over the title, but I, I do like it a lot more than I thought I would. So yeah. uh, I'm totally down with it for sure now. Sweet. Yeah. It, my, my only thing is, is um, you guys might be able to help me out here, but have we ever had like a saga in Avengers called Endgame? Like not in the comics, yeah, I don't think we ever have, right? No, because all the other movies have followed like the Age of Ultron and yeah, Infinity War, obviously. So I, I, would have thought we would have followed that suit, right? With Winter uh, Soldier, Civil Wars. War, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, Homecoming. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: I, you know, for me, I still don't love it. Yeah, I like it. I don't love it. Yeah, I. Uh, to me, there's there's two elements to it. Is it's not as epic sounding as infinity war yeah Yeah. i remember when that was revealed i was like oh my god i know what this means yeah Yeah. this it's like you said troy it's going away from something that we're familiar with from the comic books Mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. is an original title yeah to some degree and it's part of it is it feels like it's very much on the nose as well that's the kind of the second part to this is that Dr. Strange explicitly said this. Yeah. Um, it's been said in the past, right? Tony says this yeah. is the Ultron, end game. I think, right? yeah, in Yeah, in Ultron. Oh, yeah, This yeah. is the end game when they're trying to fix everything, right? To not be Avengers anymore. Yeah. So, from that standpoint, I get the title, but I don't know what I would... I, there's nothing I... I didn't want Annihilation. Right. Because it doesn't have any meaning for the Avengers. No. This it's something that i'll get used to and i'll like yeah um i just don't love it's just to me it's just missing you look at this trailer and it's it's so big but small yeah personal but epic the title just doesn't reflect that the same way i wanted to yeah i totally that's probably my only little quarrel with what's going
2: on with this trailer Cause do you find yourself, maybe it's just me sometimes saying like that trailer to infinity war two was great. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to say infinity war two or yeah. infinity gauntlet. I don't want to say end game, yeah. but yeah. I, I will, I'll come around to it to yeah. saying it, but definitely it's, yeah. and
0: I think it's the Russo brothers really saying when they took the one and two away is that yeah. they're two different stories.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I, I get that
0: from this trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Infinity war was about Thanos. Yeah. I do you, how much Thanos do you think we're gonna get in here? Because we get one quick view of him sauntering through the field and yeah. we get the armor. Yes. Which right. is right out of issue number six yeah. of Infinity God. So right. Good. And so And it speaks cool. to this idea, at least in the comic, about this being the shell of what was formerly
2: Thanos. Right. he considers himself not a villain anymore, yeah. at least in the comics, right? Yes, yeah. exactly.
0: And so him hanging that up has significance. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's gonna be in this film until towards the end, maybe. When they, when they actually go to get the gauntlet gap back, presumably. Or some form
2: of it. Yeah, I definitely see his role watered down a lot more. Yeah. I mean, Infinity War will definitely be his film. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like you mentioned, this one I would say would be more Caps, obviously. Yeah.
0: And yeah. the reason I say it's Caps is he gets a lot of focus in this trailer. You know, Iron Man does as well. But the writers, mm-hmm. you know, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, they have been from with Caps since day one. Mm-hmm. They've written every story with the exception of Avengers that Caps has been in. Yeah. Uh, they took him from First Avengers. They evolved the character incredibly in, Inf- in Winter Soldier yeah. and then carried him right through till now. This is the time to put a bookend on that character. Yeah. I, I, I said it in Civil War that he was going to die, and I probably said it for Infinity War, but this character, I don't know. You you said you had something. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hear it. Captain America, what are um, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, so what I think is... Iron Man bites it and I know I said that in the last one um, I think Iron Man bites it but I think what they're going to do because I mentioned time travel and I'm pretty sure we all agree at least think there's going to be some kind of time travel I think when it's all said and done they're going to drop Cap back in his timeline and leave him there we see him with like the peggy thing like yeah, looking at, uh, yeah. And i think he'll be left alone there he's gonna stay there and he's just gonna like they're dropping like say post-world war ii and just let him live his life yeah yeah or or oh, yeah okay. or even yeah i'd say that post-world war Two. so he's not he's not fighting anymore like he's not fighting done. but he'll still be captain america so like yeah. when history goes back to like 2018 oh, 2019, we'll yeah. be like oh yeah captain america fought way back then but he yeah. never came out of the ice he was never thought out and if you ever want to go back you could always you know, Avengers could always go back and be like, Cap, we need you. And be like, what are, you, what are you doing? And we're, we're pulling you back in the future. If you ever want to bring back um, Chris Evans. Yeah. Oh, if you okay. want to have real fun with it too, you know, like I don't know if we're going to get there yet because of the X-Men stuff. But if you had like a post-credit scene where you just see like someone's arm go on Cap back in World War II and he's like, let's go oh. get him, bub. And it's like, oh, you know, my know what I mean? Like, that'd be like really cool. Because like, yeah. Wolverine's been around that time, right? Right, yeah. World so War II days.
0: Is it that see this is a hard thing with time travel yeah
2: i really like that (laughs) idea
0: but if you pluck him out of the future and drop him back in the past right how does that change the mcu like how does that change
1: how does that help them how does that change how the
0: world develops with the presence of captain america up through like with the shield and all that like does shield take a different form does it not become the spy organization do we stop the rise of hydra and so that changes yeah. everything, yeah, that's right? right? That's right. That's like right. The presence of Captain America. The only way you could do it, and this goes against kind of the idea of, of non linear time travel, but you pluck him out and he just lives a quiet life. Right. Right. And then he dies.
2: You pluck him out and just put him.
0: You just you put him back with Peggy and they right. live on a farm for the rest and of their lives. That's it. Yeah. And that's how Captain America. Like yeah. he just dies and is buried in some memorial site. Right. Or whatever. He lives a normal life. Yeah. 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 But, it, but that's hard because, I don't know, because that, that means that you know, time does this and then you pluck him out and you drop him back
2: in. So there's two Steve Rogers. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, I see what you mean.
0: So it, time travel is a complete yeah. cluster F. But. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you <laughs> I mean. I like the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it doesn't make
2: sense because then when you go in the future, it's like, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I say. <laughs>
0: It's a cool concept to, to drop Captain America off somewhere yeah. and not have him die mm-hmm. but not have him be a factor in a story
2: anymore. Well, unless if you... If you did that, if you took Captain America, so you do your war, right? You have Captain America that we have right now. We go into the battle, we we beat the bad guy, and then you dropped him back into his past, right? Mm -hmm. Then everything would just be different. So you could still save the day, but then going forward now, the MCU is completely different. Yeah, it wipes the timeline. It wipes the timeline. So it works, but now it's going forward, going back from 1942 and up. Things are going to be different. Yeah. Like mm. mutants could have now popped oh, up. Oh yeah. Like yeah, the butterf the, the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, right. right, right. So right. things could be a little different now. The way okay. you get
0: around right. that is like you to Back to the Future, right? Yeah, is that you can have two of the same people present, but you can't touch anything. Right. Like you, because you like it's exactly that the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Captain America going back and say fighting in the Korean War, fighting against the Russians in some way, right. you know, stopping the rise of Hydra. That changes the MCU. Exactly. And there's there's something to be said about keeping the MCU line timeline intact. Right. You right. don't want to like, go and disintegrate all that. But I, I kind of like where you're going yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I like th- this trailer caps off with caps off. I right? <laughs> think <what> you did <laughs> with an appearance and a spark of hope with Scott Lang. Yeah. That's right. He's got his van. He really uplifts this trailer and the music changes with it. Right. You get that little Avengers theme in the background. Scott Lang is brilliant in this scene. Like absolutely brilliant. Paul Rudd nails this. The reaction of black widow of of, uh, Steve Rogers.
2: Awesome. What'd you guys think about how this trailer ended? I loved it and I and I needed it because man, I was feeling pretty down the whole time and then he popped up and yeah, it's like he was mentioning that a spark of hope. I love how real he comes off too. Yeah. Like he doesn't just come yeah. like heroic like, Hey, I'm here to yeah. speak to Captain America like he did kind of yeah. in Civil work. <laughs> you know, he's like, I know you remember me, I turned really, really big. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Scott Lang, uh man I know
1: you know ant man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just love how real he came off. Yeah. He,
2: he's so good, Paul Rudd. So yeah.
1: Good. yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Yeah, as you said, you needed something to uplift, otherwise it be be another downer so i liked it i thought it was funny
0: yeah do you think that there's something to be said about steve rogers when he says is this old footage like is there something to be taken from that um or is he just thinking like he's missing when is this from
2: yeah that's what i would have assumed. yeah, yeah. i think he would have just thought that he would have yeah because he's clarified as missing i guess yeah, yeah. 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 so because that quantum realm is going to play a big factor mm-hmm. in me, somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Cause this whole universe,
1: maybe he's thinking is this old footage because if it's not, he's gone missing. So then how did he come back from being missing? Yeah. Maybe he's thinking he has the key. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. How does he get out of the
0: quantum realm? Uh, Anthony, yeah. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with grabs. Um, maybe Ben Foster. Yeah. Maybe is it Bill Foster? Bill Foster. Bill Fos- Foster. the actor yeah. his last <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Bill Foster, I think. Um the original giant man, right? Yeah. yeah. Um oh Glythe, sorry, Glythe. I think he would have something to do with this. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Cool. Because we didn't see him get dusted, obviously, mm-hmm. right? No. Yeah. So yeah.
0: um That'd be that'd be nice What about Captain Marvel?
2: because because that was a
0: to me. The, the trailer doesn't need it, yeah. But when we talked about Captain Marvel and this Avengers trailer coming out in the same week, it was like right. there has to be a connection here. There has to be this Captain Marvel appearance. I'm glad yeah. they saved
2: it. Like, well, I heard people were saying maybe she's in the van, which yeah. is kind of funny, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to to um imagine how that all works out with yeah. wherever she is with the pager, and then she meets up Scott Lang. Like, I just it's it's hard to yeah. put together right now with the footage that we've seen.
0: The only way that they, is that if she yanked him out of the quantum because she was in there. Oh. That's the only way you can pair
2: those two up okay and yeah, I yeah. don't
0: I'm not really there with that right Captain yeah. Marvel needs see that's where I think Tony's story fits in right is that he somehow brings her or she saves him in some capacity that works because yeah. that because you need. You can't just have Captain Marvel just show up and be like, hey, Captain America, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you, There has to be... It's the same way that characters were brought into Civil War and the same way characters were divided for a particular reason in Infinity War. Yeah. Right? You pair up characters. So there has to be a way to introduce Captain Marvel that doesn't seem overly abrupt. Yeah. Because in the absence of Nick Fury, there's no common person here. There's no icebreaker. Right. If you have her saving Tony Stark in some capacity, he'd walk back and be like, so here's the thing. Right. I found this woman. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out she's like an ultimate badass yeah. and knows Nick Fury. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there, to me, there's a little bit of connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Stark might be able to understand her a bit more right. just from the perspective of Quantum or whatever her, her energy is and all that.
2: Maybe Doctor um, Strange saw that in the whole vision. Oh, like, yeah, Tony maybe. That's going to meet with yeah. Captain Marvel. Well, because that's that's the thing, oh. and that, that was that was a bit
0: of my rebuttal with with Mark was that Doctor Strange specifically saw Tony Stark needing to be off of Titan in some yeah. capacity. Mm-hmm. Now he may have misread that it was a Tony Stark that needed to be present, oh, but for okay. some reason, Tony Stark needed to come off of Titan. Right. Uh, Mark's thing it was it's a Tony Stark needed to be present, but. If that was the case, I feel like maybe Doctor Strange would have saw that, yeah. and it would have been like, I don't need to sacrifice if I can maybe get off with the stone or whatever. Exactly. There's something very particular about the End game Yes. that has Tony Stark. Maybe he is the gateway to introduce Captain Marvel to all yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. Potentially, I don't know. But yeah. overall, guys, last final thoughts on Avengers Endgame, this first teaser trailer mind
2: I, <laughs> I love it I know it didn't really tell us a whole lot but that's what I needed I think this is one of the best teasers you could have yeah. possibly given us I mentioned before the color palette is fabulous you mentioned the score the score is great we're very big on scores over here and yeah the score <laughs> for that trailer was just awesome delivered in so many ways they showed us all the characters that we needed to see um, man super anticipating this film I, I, I really love what they did this is I said it before a while back maybe off air but I was a big fan of the Age of Ultron trailer because again I like what the tone they said yeah. in that trailer yeah. not necessarily the movie but that tone was awesome it's really cool to see this taking it like 10 steps further yeah. so yeah. can't wait man wait well man.
1: said and uh, not much to add except I really enjoyed it I can't wait to see more and I hope they do I hope this isn't like a bait and switch I hope they give us like the serious tone yes. mm-hmm. throughout yes. yes they yeah. need that they need Agreed. it and, and Ant-Man can be funny in yeah. it he could be the comedic relief we get that all the time and I'd be totally okay with that. Yeah. But they can't be making like jokes or like one-off like quips in something like where it's like a super serious situation like this, yeah. where they've lost and they've lost three point five billion people. Right? right. And they
2: have a dance off. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Like they gotta have. They gotta. They gotta take this one more serious than they have any of the other previous MCU films. So, and I think they will. And I think the Russo brothers are the right because you know Winter Soldier is a pretty serious movie, and mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Even, even yeah.
0: Civil War, it has its moments. Oh yeah. yeah. But. Steve Rogers can't go around throwing out one liners like
1: language. Like he can't be saying that. You
0: know, it it can't be yeah on the nose stuff. Steve Rogers has to be very stoic in this Mm -hmm. film, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we're gonna get that. Yeah, Um, he's okay to throw things in once in a while. Yeah, but he needs to have someone like Scott Lang just throwing stuff and him being like Scott, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's little things like that. But I have to echo both of you guys' thoughts. This this trailer for me. It hit me right in the core. I loved every second of it, every second of it. And like we said last week, it told us so much, but it told us absolutely nothing about the film. We just got to see another two minutes of some of our favorite characters dealing with Infinity War. It's basically like just exposition after the fact. Yeah. Right? Um, It's like the epilogue. Epilogue. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. For Infinity War. And that's what this teaser trailer was and it was brilliant so like i said it's my most anticipated film of 2019 it's gonna take a lot to move me away from that Mm -hmm. yeah all right guys that was a ton of fun you know we've got a really busy few weeks coming at us here with into the spider-verse with aquaman and then the inevitability of the end of the year and discussing our year in 2018 kind of getting closer to a box office results for this year we're going to have to probably wait till well into January to declare a winner mm-hmm. because of Aquaman into the fighter into the Spider-Verse running through that so it's going to be domestic totals for a whole film's run in 2018 the films have to debut in. So very exciting things. And after that, you know, 2019 is going to be crazy. Absolutely (laughs) The box office
1: uh, race in that is going to be insane.
0: Whoever gets the most Disney films.
1: Like, it'll be like, well, probably the winner will probably double what the winner gets in 2018. Yeah.
0: We got to make some actual bets though <laughs> next year because that, that's going to be a lot of fun but yeah. anyways guys it's uh, it's been an absolute blast mm-hmm. and for those of you wanting to be a part of the show you can always email us at thenerderm at gmail.com I'm going to scrub From now on, saying anything about Facebook, because I'm actually gonna delete our Facebook thing because I don't use it. I don't like the fact that it's sat there stagnant. So Facebook is no longer a way you can get a hold of us. But Twitter, that is the place to get us. We've got the Twitter Twitter gang. (laughs) (laughs) We've got the Twitter gang rolling through, constantly discussing here, and it's growing seemingly by the week. So it's a lot of fun. So if you want to get a hold of us, Twitter is the best way. Our handles are at the end. Of the episode, You can catch everything that we do on thenerdroom.net as well as starwarscommonwealth.com. One shout out before we go. It's got to go to our man, Rob Wade, for endorsing this podcast over on emotionally14.com. So go over there and check out everything he does, including talk Star Wars. I'll be appearing on that in a week or two. And you're going to hear some more stuff from us there as well. So until next week for The Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. <laughs> this has been a Nerd Room podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sunjay on Twitter at the NerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and SunJabby. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Nerdroom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsComenwell.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrims Podcast, and San Diego Sabres. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at @swcommonwealth and take your first steps into a world.